This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Read all about it. Headline Amp Fungicide has superior disease control with unmatched plant health benefit. Get an increase of up to 10 bushels an acre. Hold up, kid. Did you say 10 bushels an acre? Yes, sir. It's the tip-top quality in its class. Oh, yeah? Where do you get it? Ask for it at your local supply store. Headline Amp by BASF. Thanks, kid. How much for the paper? Paper? What paper? BASF. We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and, get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So... If this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Create-A-Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Oh, man. Can, can, you, can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air? Can, can, can you smell it? Ooh, smell it in the air. I think I know what you're talking about. Sensations all over my body. Smells like dreams. Smells like victory. Smells like victory. <laughs> smells like hope. Oh, I see. It smells like some title changes. Possibly. 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 Some heel turns. Mm. Some heel turns. <laughs> Maybe. Turns. Some surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh man. But you know what else? You know what else it smells like? What does it smell like? It smells like headlock talk, ladies ah. and gentlemen. We we are back here with another episode of headlock talk, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Um, I'm of course Tanner. To my left. I'm to your uh, right, man. Oh jeez! To, to my left is another chair. To, yes. to my right, <laughs> the one and only Stephen. Hello, everyone. Hello, Stephen. This, this is how excited we are for WrestleMania. <laughs> we can't even tell our left and rights from each other, Dude, people. I'm, I'm 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 upside down and backwards, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's how excited. Wait, I, if you were upside down and backwards, that means I'd be like right side, like but. Wait, wouldn't that put me back where I am? Yeah. Wait, no, because then I would be to your left if you were upside down and backwards. Now you're on the train here, Steve. You're Steven. welcome. You're on the train of thought. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited about this uh, episode today because uh, we devoted a little bit of time last time, obviously, to uh, the NXT card, uh, which I'll say it again. 
I've said it publicly many times, and I think Steven's here to agree with me. Uh, not only is this a um, is this NXT takeover, is it a candidate for uh, show of the weekend? Mm-hmm. But I think it's a candidate for show of the year. Absolutely, based yeah. on what the card looks like. Yeah, I think the G One Super Card, uh, if done well, has uh, a chance for that. Absolutely. Uh, too. Uh, so I look forward to it greatly. Um, but they only call it WrestleMania weekend for one reason. Is it because that's when WrestleMania is? Ding, 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 ding. I we, did it. We have a winner, Steven. I did it. Hell yeah. You did it, Steven. <laughs> for anybody who didn't know, WrestleMania weekend is aptly named WrestleMania weekend because of WrestleMania. Indeed. And this card this year looks, from top to bottom, pretty solid. Cons- pretty solid, yeah. All things considered, you know, they didn't have, uh, they, they, they didn't uh, really give it a lot of booking for from a lot of these matches. Mm-hmm. It was done uh, kind of, it felt a little bit rushed in some of the in some of the parts here. Yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about it last week, and, uh, you know, some of the storylines that, that they're pushing or uh, trying to have people go over in or whatever mm-hmm. uh some of them really should have been developed you know weeks ago or or had you know a little bit more matches maybe some other angles to the storyline to make it a little bit better but right. all in all uh I, I think they've done a decent job of building most of these matches um 100 yeah i mean they if we go line by line which we will I, I think we'll find that there is some quality build to it especially in the matches where it counts mm-hmm and I think that we're uh, we're definitely in for some surprises here, so uh, why don't we get, dig right into it? Let's do okay. it. Um, as of right now, uh, that we're looking at a probably about a two-hour pre-show, mm-hmm. um, and uh, probably about a four-hour main card. At least we hope it goes four hours. We might go five. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I got to work in the morning. <laughs> I, I, if it's five, I'll be fine. But I, I want them to make it worth it for me. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm definitely not opposed to watching five hours of of WrestleMania uh, (laughs) if you make it worthwhile, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. Um, So, yeah, let's uh, let's, let's go ahead and dig into it here, and we'll we'll kind of uh, catch you guys up to speed with some of the storylines and how they uh, uh, coincide with these matches here, of course. Uh, So uh, we'll talk a little bit about, let's go with the pre-show matches here first. Mm -hmm. Let's see what's going on with those. Uh, so, Tony Nice versus uh, Buddy Murphy uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, Tony Nice won a tournament to get him that spot against Buddy Murphy. Um, I think a lot of people were thinking it might have been Cedric Alexander to mm-hmm. have a, a rematch against Buddy Murphy from when uh, uh, Murphy won the title. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, I think that might be a little bit more sort of WrestleMania. It, that that has the the bigness of WrestleMania a little is, bit more than this match might, perhaps. Uh, but I mean, Tony Nice, yeah, he definitely deserves it. Yeah, he fought his way here. He's got the opportunity. He won a tournament. He did win the entire tournament. So good on him. Uh, I think in terms of storylines, it might have been better to go with Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. But you know, we have the match. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, from the outset of just looking at this card, top to bottom. I'm feeling like this would probably be one instance in which the heel wins this one here. Mm-hmm. Not that I would consider Tony Nese 
a baby face by any extent because I think that he's he's got some heelish tendencies himself. Right. But uh, Buddy Murphy seems to be the stronger heel in here, and he's obviously the retaining champion. Mm-hmm. I think that he will retain the title in this match in particular. I mean, honestly, I don't see any reason to, to drop it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buddy Murphy's been on fire, you right. know, in, in the cruiserweight division, so I don't see any reason for, for him to drop it. Uh, I'd say Buddy Murphy retains as well. Cool, cool. So we're on the same page here so far. So far. <laughs> so far. Um, matches that have also been designated most likely to be on the pre-show, from what we're looking at here, we've got the Women's Battle Royal. Um, yeah, we're, we're not calling it the Fabulous Moolah Battle, Battle Royal <laughs> like it was last year. There was a, you know, a Snickers got involved in that one and definitely oh, uh, took down Fabulous Moolah's name off of the that match uh you can research that uh, on your own ladies and gentlemen um but we have uh I'll ha- we have a list here of participants that have been um announced for the women's battle world we've got dana brooke mickey james uh, ruby riot Liv morgan and sarah logan uh all from raw we have oscar carmella naomi lana mandy rose sonia deville Zelina vega and nikki cross from smackdown um, so, uh, too few names to be in a battle royal so far, but obviously they're going to throw in more names here, I think, uh, by the time we get there. For sure. Um, is there anybody who stands out to you here, Steven? Well, I mean, at, at this point, my immediate, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Prediction. Yeah. Uh, would have to be Asuka, just yeah. because of uh, the... Uh, the controversial uh, match that she, that she was in with with Charlotte, resulting in her losing her her SmackDown Women's title. Yeah, um, I think at this point, to to keep Asuka in the limelight and to keep her name relevant and big, I think Asuka would have to be the person that wins this match. I agree. I I, I would agree with that being a, a good logical move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could also see it being uh, somebody else. Um. The name that comes to mind here for me would be Lacey Evans, because we've been seeing weekend, see that, yeah. week out on SmackDown, on Raw. Lacey Evans comes out, her music hits, she waves to the crowd, she walks down the ramp, yeah, waves again, makes some snarky comments, turns back around, walks up the ramp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we haven't really seen a whole lot of what a uh, what Lacey Evans can do um, since she was in the women's. Royal Rumble match right. a few months ago. Which she did a fantastic, fantastic job in. Ah, she was fine, you know. She was, <laughs> she, she was, was alright, I she, guess. Yeah, so. she, yeah, she, she, she did what she was supposed to do. She, I mean, she, she, she was in there for, what, like 17, uh, 18 minutes? A pretty extended amount yeah. of time. For, I don't know. Yeah. I uh, thought she did a great job. Yeah, she, I mean, like I said, she, she did what was needed to, uh, you know, and I think that maybe uh, we get a surprise here and perhaps Lacey Evans wins. Uh, she has been billed as somebody who could be another face of the women's uh, revolution here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll have to check and see where it goes. I actually um, like that idea. I, I didn't even really uh, think about it, but but that makes a lot of sense yeah. uh, considering how much she's been shown to us, but then also at the same time how little she's been shown to us as well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. That, that's how they. Uh, that's how they get you, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think yeah, uh, Oscar's possible. Lacey Evans is possible. Um, 
I mean, those those would be the two that stand out to me above everybody else. Yeah, um, I agree with that. But that's that's not to say you know it could be anybody. It really could. Um, let's talk about the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal here. The, the men's battle royal. Yes, we have to. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot has been made about this match, and I'll I'll be the first to say, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of this whole angle with Braun Strowman and the guys from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Colin Jost has been probably the biggest heel on the Raw roster, and he doesn't even work for the company. <laughs> I mean, he got booed out of Boston for wearing that New York Yankees hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll 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 see how that goes. Um, I I guess let's run down the the participants here. Mm-hmm. We got Braun Strowman, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Michael Che, uh, Colin Jost, uh, Apollo Cruz, uh, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze. Jinder Mahal, Noe Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Kalisto, Grand Matalik, uh, Lince Dorado, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, and Connor from The Ascension. And then on SmackDown, we have Andrade. Woo! Uh, I, I don't care who, who what anybody says. I'm, his name's Mustafa Ali. I'm going to call I'm, uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Mustafa Ali is in this mm-hmm. uh, battle royal. Just want to make sure everybody knows who I'm talking about. Shelton Benjamin, <laughs> Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt, and Jeff Hardy, uh, plus Otis, Tucker, and EC3. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I'll repeat the question. Who stands out here? Steven's staring at me, smirking. <laughs> Here's my problem with this match, okay? Yeah. Uh, Tell me about it, Steven. So the the problem I have with it is that I don't see anyone go, going over other than Braun Strowman. That like that that's who's going to win this match. The, so wait, you mean to tell me that neither Michael Che nor Colin Jost stand a chance? Absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. The 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 thing that really bothers me about this match, it's going to be fine. Uh, it's not going to be like a terrible match or anything like that. But my problem with it is. The participant list on this match really highlights what I've been saying for a long time. There are too many people on this roster. Yeah. There's way too many people on this roster. And so now you're left with a Battle Royal match, which, let's be honest here, it's all going to be Braun Strowman, Michael Che, and uh, uh, what, what's his name? Colin Jost. Colin Jost. It's going to be their match. And so now you have 15 other guys that are just there for no reason right. because you're paying them and they need to do something. And, and so... Well, and Vince is a... This is one of those cases where Vince is actually a very charitable man. Mm-hmm. Um, despite what Oliver... Uh, not Oliver. John Oliver may mm-hmm. you know, may say or think about Vince McMahon. This is one key area where uh, I think Vince is a... A, a, a lot more charitable than maybe other people, yeah, in, other other in pro- what way? other promoters. Well, look, <clears throat> he Vince understands that that these guys obviously work for a living. They're on his his payroll. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's that's fairly obvious. As right? independent contractors. As indep- <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> so uh, you know, but he understands. Vince understands that this is the biggest payday of the year for mm-hmm. all these guys, and why not spread that. Uh, that money for everybody as opposed to just a few select names so that's why you have these two battle royals on here yeah and i mean look um 
if you look over some of these names, like Chandra uh, uh, Mahal, for example, he was on the main card last year. He's mm-hmm. he's going to be on the pre-show this year. Braun Strowman, he's a huge name to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that's uh, Andrade, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, you know th- th- these are guys who deserve to to you know make a good paycheck this WrestleMania. I think right, and I I definitely <laughs> don't disagree with that. It's just mm-hmm. w- when you. When you take a look at the storyline that was built around this match, yeah, you have Braun Strowman and the two guys from SNL. Yeah, that 100%. is the storyline for this match. Yeah. And so now, from a storyline perspective, you're really just throwing in a bunch of people for no reason. And I do understand your reasoning there, and that that's nice. You know, WrestleMania, obviously, big payday, want to share the wealth or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I get that, and, and I think that's admirable, but... Uh, I. I think it was a mistake putting the the celebrities in this match. Not even just because I'm not a huge fan of when celebrities come into to wrestling, just in general, really. Yeah. Um, but I think it's to the detriment of the match, uh, storyline-wise. Mm. Just because mm. there's really no other way that this could go. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just a bunch of guys wrestling in a ring. We already know how it's going to go, and it's it's... It's on the pre-show, so whatever. It'll be fine. But, yeah. I don't know. Th- this match just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree in that Braun Strowman's the big name that stands out to me to win this match. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have Matt and Jeff Hardy in this match, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt Hardy, like I said, he's looking to retain his Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal trophy. Mm-hmm. Maybe his brother wants that trophy as well, perhaps. Uh, maybe some, some brother, uh, you know. In fighting Some here? sibling rivalry? Some sib- yeah, sibling. I mean, possibly, yeah. I mean, you, you have the Hardys in there. You have Mustafa Ali and Andrade, uh, Jinder Mahal. You know, all these guys yeah. are, are really talented guys. And there's definitely opportunities for smaller storylines within the match. Mm-hmm. I just mean in terms of the build toward the match. Not necessarily the match itself and what happens in the match, but just the build to it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, no, with, with right. me not liking celebrities... Uh, or not, not like in general, but just uh, <laughs> celebrities in wrestling. It, it just really didn't do anything for me. Yep. You know. No, I I agree. I agree. Yeah, but that's uh, that's what the tune is for WrestleMania. Yep. You got you got to make it as big as possible, and um, you know, it's in New York. You know, Saturday Night Live, a big. Uh, uh, I was gonna say it's a company, but I guess it's not. It's just like a it's a, it's a big yeah. staple of New York. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, New York culture, so yeah, I mean, it makes sense, I guess, in a way. But yeah, I, I 100% see your point. Yeah. Um. So that is the the two battle royals plus the um, uh, cruiserweight match. Mm-hmm. Um. Now there is a match that's rumored to be floating around as well, and I can I can also imagine that being on the pre-show, uh, and that would be <laughs> that would be the revival uh, uh match against the. Uh, Zack Ryder, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, uh, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I remember you mentioning this to me. Yeah, <laughs> so what do you think about that, Stephen? Mm. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, so uh, here's some context, and we talked about it a little bit last time. Um, the revival, and and this is this is just the narrative that I'm spinning. It's not the narrative that WWE is spinning. This is this is my narrative here. Um, but uh, the revival have 
definitely made it more than clear that they're not fully satisfied with their positioning on the card. It's kind of an understatement. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, right? Keep going. <laughs> you know, I mean, they've, they've said things like, um, if you guys are Twitter users out there, um, you know, I, I think there was a picture posted by by a fan where it was like, it was like his nephews, like this fan's nephews were like uh, you know, having these replica tag team titles. He's like, look at my nephews, they're tag team champions. And then one of the revival guys was like, I, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. <laughs> that's that's a bit harsh. That's rough. There was also a story about um, a guy from uh, a guy who went to a live show. He was like sitting near the front row wearing an AEW shirt, mm. and he um, uh, he caught the eye, I guess, of, of the guys from the revival. And they walked by him. They're like, "We'll see you in May." Mm. Yeah, Is, isn't a double or nothing in May? Yep, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. That's that's exactly that's exactly right. So. Uh, you know, I think the word gets back to that to Vince or to Triple H or to anybody there, and I think that leaves a pretty sour taste in corporate eyes, especially yeah. since they put the the titles on them. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, we're no longer seeing the um, revival versus Ricochet and Aleister Black match that you and I were really pushing for for mm-hmm. a while. Um, I think we're this is now pretty clear. Uh, not only are we going to see the revival on the pre-show and not the main show of WrestleMania, uh, but uh, to me, it sounds like we're, they're going to be dropping the title to Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Kurt Hawkins is going to break his losing streak here. I mean, good for him. Good for him. That's I what guess. I think. Oh, when when's their contract up? Uh, well, uh, I think it was like three, two or three months ago. They asked for their release, and, right? And they were told, "Hey, um, uh, or or at least this is this is what's been going around uh, that they could leave if they weren't fully satisfied." Still, I, I mean, there have been plenty of guys who've been released from their contracts this year already. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean Ambrose is nowhere to be seen on this card, so yeah. who knows where his future is? So maybe, maybe he's one of the surprises. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hopefully, uh, I hope he. Uh, I hope that if he does re-sign Dean Ambrose, that he is kept far away from TV. Maybe given like a little vacation for a few months, mm-hmm. and then to come back, and then the fans just lose their minds. Yeah, I, think, I would lose my mind. I think that. Yeah, yeah. I know I would. I big, think that would big be, Dean Ambrose fan. He's yeah. awesome. I think that would be a, a great way to reintroduce him after all these people are like, oh, well, maybe he's going somewhere. You yeah, know? yeah. I think that'd be cool, but. Moreover to this point here, um, yeah, I think the Revival are going to drop their titles at Mania, and I, I think it was more or less a punishment to not saying that Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder are awful by any chance. They're certainly not the most pushed guys on the roster, um, but I think if, you, if you're if you looking at stock here, the Revival would much rather drop their titles to guys who like Ricochet and Aleister Black who are on their way up rather than guys who are stagnating like Ryder and Hawkins. Yeah. Ryder and Hawkins used to actually be a pretty decent tag team when they were on the uh, the indie scene. Hmm. So uh, who what knows? Happened? They came to WWE. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. <laughs> you don't have to say anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach Ryder started doing that, uh, uh, that that YouTube special thing that he would do, and that's how he got over in WWE. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the first guy to use the internet. Did you know that? Ever. Ever. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Zack Ryder, father of the internet. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, went, uh, it, it goes Al Gore uh-huh. and then Zack Ryder. I right, see. Right after him. I see. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> um, so moving right along here, I think that's the that's all we've got here for the pre-show. Yeah. Um, so this is in no order here, and um, I, I mean, I don't even think I could come close to predicting the exact order of this mm. card, so I think we're just going to try and... Too many big matches. Yeah, we're just going to try and go for it here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... What I'm looking at right now, I would say probably from the matches we see on the Wikipedia page here, the ones that have been announced as official, uh, I would probably say Shane versus Miz probably starts in a false count anywhere match. Mm-hmm. That was a stipulation that was added fairly recently. And I could see this being a pretty big blow off here to their feud. I think, I mean, unless they want to continue it, I mean, which by all means they could. Mm-hmm. Um, they absolutely could. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 on this one here. I could see it going either way, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really don't know. It it, it kind of just, just depends. You know, if, if The Miz beats Shane, that's pretty much going to be the end of the rivalry. Mm-hmm. But if Shane comes out and defeats The Miz, who knows how long we can get that rivalry for. Uh, I mean, me personally, I think they have really good chemistry together, mm-hmm. and I think they cut really good promos, and their um, their back and forth is very believable. Yep. Uh, so I don't see why they wouldn't or or couldn't continue this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if, if Shane does beat the Miz. Um, I don't know how that is on the scale of baby faces and heels going over in all the other matches. You know what I mean? This feels to me like it's a pretty babyface heavy show Mm -hmm. like a lot of this that i'm seeing here right off the bat is like okay the baby face is going over yeah especially when it comes to some of these championship matches yeah um since there's not a championship at stake i mean i wouldn't necessarily be opposed to shane going over and the miz uh rivalry continuing on more yeah um but of course if miz's dad is going to be there which, I mean, that might happen. Handicap match? Miz and Miz's dad versus Shane McMahon? Yeah, no, no. Just Miz's I'm dad just Miz's dad comes out in, like, a hot dog truck and, like, you know, smashes, you know, <laughs> Shane about, up. How about he comes out in a, in a Oscar Mayer wiener van <laughs> and and, uh, and uses a fire truck hose to spray mustard all over him? <laughs> Death by mustard. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shane gets the pin. One, two, three. There you go, man. So I think that's what we're going with. Miz winning by mustard. By, by mustard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, in all actuality, though, I yeah. think uh, I think Shane's going to go over here, and I think we're going to get a uh, at least another month, maybe another couple months with this rivalry. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. I could see it. I could see it either way going. Um, another match that's on here that uh, probably could open, um, and I think this would probably get the crowd pretty fired up in all honesty uh this kurt angle versus baron corbin uh, angles farewell match yeah um i don't see this one going for very long no uh i mean the match is here to say goodbye to kurt yep it's not really necessarily here to put anyone over or or uh 
except entertain for like crazy or, <laughs> right except for Kurt uh, or entertain like crazy or anything like that this match is here for a purpose mm. uh, so I, I agree with you I don't really see it going too long really and on Raw they had a really nice video package for Kurt like, oh yeah it was like it was super emotional and mm-hmm. Kurt got super emotional and you could see like he was he was crying a little, little bit tearing up a little, a little bit, bit yeah up a little bit. it was a really nice promo it was a very nice uh, promotional package for sure um, and I mean look uh in many ways, um, someone's final match is like, okay, you're supposed to go out on your shield, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to, you know, you, you do the job because other guys did the job for you, right? Right, right. Uh, but this is one of those unique cases where Baron Corbin can only <laughs> get over more by being more hated. Mm-hmm. And I think the more that people have just been tired of Baron Corbin, I think that they think uh, perhaps... Kurt's gonna go over here, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. Yeah, everybody I, gets a feel good sending away for Kurt. Mm-hmm. I, I really do uh, think that Kurt's gonna kind of go over here. I mean, it it's just a really really bad look if Baron Corbin does go over, <laughs> just because of the hate that a lot of the WWE universe has for uh, Corbin. <laughs> and I I do get the whole going out on your shield uh, kind of thing, uh-huh. but. Baron Corbin is not the person to beat Kurt in his last match. That's no. just no. I, I I completely agree. Well, yeah, I, th- I think Kurt's gonna uh, quick angle slam, quick locking of the ankle lock. Yep. He's gonna stand over him and then maybe maybe like sit down on it. You know, mm-hmm. lean it back, totally. You know, put that torque into that ankle. Oh yeah, and Corbin just you know. Wailing on the mat. Oh, yeah, wailing on the mat. He's going to tap immediately. Angle's going to keep the lock going for yeah. a while after the tap, and, and that'll be that. Maybe some confetti drops. Oh, yeah. You know what would be, you know be yeah. cool? If, if they let the fans, you know how, like, at, like at indie shows like Ring of Honor and uh, PWG and uh, Progress, how, like, they'll let the fans bring in, like, streamers to throw into the yeah, ring? Yeah, yeah. I, w- I think that would be deserving for That Kurt would be here. really cool, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it works a little bit better in the... In smaller the scene in the smaller venue, just because yeah. you know you don't really have to throw a streamer that hard to go four feet to yeah, the ring, you know. True. Whereas with uh, especially a venue like WrestleMania, and I can only imagine yeah, the venue is going to be nuts. Yeah, MetLife Stadium is a pretty big place. Yeah, I mean, really, only the first row, yeah. first or second row, would yeah, be able I mean, to. You could let the first five rows have like you know you know how they put like little signs that they tape underneath your seat or yeah. you know whatever. Yeah, you just you know, be like, hey, here, here, has, here pretty cool. Here's a streamer roll. Cool. Go ahead and throw it at the, or if they just have some officials with like confetti cannons out there or something. <laughs> yeah, let, let a kid fire a confetti cannon. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, th- I think Kurt's gonna have a nice little farewell match here. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor for mm. the Intercontinental Title. It was revealed on Monday Night Raw. Super excited. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Real excited. In case you didn't know, Finn is bringing the demon out here yep. for this one, yep. which is a bit odd, I will note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn said he didn't need the demon for Brock Lesnar, but apparently he needs the demon for uh, Bobby Lashley. I did think that was kind of weird also. Uh, I don't really know what what's up there. I mean, Bobby Lashley is, uh, he's no Brock Lesnar. I mean, yeah, I, I would like to see... I would actually like to see a Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley match. I think it would be a, a bit of a car wreck, 
<laughs> but two two yeah. two big dudes well, yeah. smashing on it's each like other. A, it's like a, a car wreck. Like <laughs> you don't want to watch it, but you can't look away. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no these uh, these guys here, they'll have a, a nice little match. Yeah. I do see Finn. I mean, the demon's unbeaten, so yeah. I, I do see Demon Finn winning that title off of Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I mean there there's no reason for Bobby to go over at, at this point. Yeah, but there's a lot of reason for Finn to go over. Yeah, considering he got screwed out of that Universal. Uh, I mean, the match went on, but he got screwed in that match. Right. Uh, in the match and in storyline. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I see Finn going and going and, over here. And Finn could have a lot better matches, I think, with more guys on the undercard than perhaps Bobby Lashley could. Yeah, nothing against Bobby Lashley. Um, but it, it, it changes things up for new matches. I think we're going to see pretty soon here, we're going to see uh, Rude and Gable split up. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Rude was very distraught over <laughs> uh, their recent loss this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see them splitting up. Uh, Finn Balor having maybe a little bit of a feud with Rude. Uh, I would also like to see a feud with Gable. Chad Gable, uh, he needs... He needs uh, a little bit of a push here. Yeah. I think a feud with Finn could help out. Absolutely. There's a lot of guys, I think, that uh, uh, could, you could line up for Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one here has a little bit of controversy to it. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Mm. Now, that was put together a few weeks back, and a lot of people were scratching their heads thinking that Rey was going to have a match with Andrade. Right. Uh, Cien Almas, mm-hmm. that is. Um However, they they put Rey Mysterio in this match here with Samoa Joe, and as recent as Monday Night Raw, um, uh, when Rey Mysterio had a match with Baron Corbin, uh, something went wrong a little bit, and it was reported by WWE um, Rey Mysterio has injured his ankle. So that really sucks for Rey. That's 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 awful timing. Yeah. Hopefully he's good to go. Mm-hmm. But you know what I've heard, Stephen? What's that? I've heard, a little bird told me, mm-hmm. that uh, John Cena has this mystery match planned. I see. I Things see. change all the time in WWE. Yeah. I could see John Cena being there as backup to go into this match against Samoa Joe. Yeah. You know uh, whether or not he would win the U.S. title off of Joe. Uh, I mean, does he does he need to win the U.S. title? Come on, Steve. Okay. Now I need this to happen. Oh. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. <laughs> Mr. I'm Tanner. Waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> you know how much I love spinner belts. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we bring back the U.S. spinner belt? There was a U.S. spinner belt? Yes. Dude, I, I, I don't This know. was before the WWE spinner belt. I I. I vaguely remember. Now, yeah. that, now that you're mentioning it, yeah. I vaguely it had remember. It had an American flag in it, diamond-studded U.S. that, that spun. Yeah. You remember this now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bring that back. Yeah, that'd be, and, and that'd we, be dope. Yeah, I mean, John Cena U.S. title reign, I'll take it. I mean, it, it's it's not really the most built-to thing in the world, but I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I'm a yeah. big fan of John Cena. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd hate for Samoa Joe to have to lose so much under these kind of circumstances, though. Mm. So, I mean, like, if if Ray's good to go, I very much see Samoa Joe retaining here, right? We do have to have some heels winning on this here. Right, right. And, and, and Samoa Joe needs to look strong, I think. Um, but, again, if it's if 
if they have to change plans since John Cena, I mean, it's going to be very difficult for them to, um, I guess, to not feel like they have to pull the trigger and, and give it to John Cena. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that's another one of those dream matches, though, Samoa Joe and John Cena, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at this point, it, it would make, if that match does happen, Samoa Joe versus John Cena, mm-hmm. it, it would make more sense in the grand scheme of things for John Cena to go over. However, with... Uh, the way the United States Championship is right now, uh, I think that would be a huge detriment to Samoa Joe and his momentum that he's been building. Yep. Um, that or not s- building. Depending. <laughs> <laughs> well. uh, you know that. That being said, though, if the match does happen and, and we get John Cena U.S. Champ, you won't you won't hear a a peep of disagreements from me. I'd be happy. Yeah. Honestly, I mean that that would be cool. I wouldn't mind at all. I mean, you'd, you'd be asking John Cena to do a, a, a bit more work, obviously. Yeah. You'd want him to be a defending champ, and I guess you could always have him drop the title back to Joe. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that he, he's be busy filming Marine Forty Seven or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marine in it. <laughs> I believe that's the tagline to the movie. It, no, I'm not. For, oh, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, they need to fire their marketer. <laughs> The Marine 47. Marining it. Marining with Marines. Marine. In the Marine. Marining. The entire the entire movie takes place in a submarine. Yes. <laughs> deep, deep underwater. Yeah. Um, okay. Back to. That was weird. Um, <laughs> it was fun, though. I like yeah. Um, just kind of going over things here. There's supposed to be an Elias segment somewhere. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to have a performance. Um, obviously, uh, every time that Elias wants to perform, uh, somebody comes out and there's some shenanigans. Um, who would you like to see come out and ruin Elias's WrestleMania moment? Man, that's a heavy question. Yeah, could be could be anybody. Hmm. Who do you want? Um. I, in all honesty, I could see it being a few people. I mean, mm-hmm. with it being New York, I'm trying to think of like New York centric superstars. Yeah, uh, that could that could interrupt. Um, not Enzo Amore, not Big Cass. I'd, I'd prefer that not to be the case here. Um, I mean, he's not New York centric, but I could see Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out to a huge pop. And then, like, going in there, maybe playing some guitar with Elias. Yeah. And then just, like, Stone Cold Stunner, and then beer beer bath everywhere. That'd be cool. That'd I, be cool. I could see For that. some reason, the name JBL is popping into my head. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like JBL. Like, we, wheels down in his uh, his limousine yeah. to greet Elias. Who knows? Tip of the cowboy hat yeah. to him. <laughs> do it. Share some stock advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's. I'm gonna be honest here. I don't really. I don't know enough wrestlers to to really give an accurate, based in logic uh, prediction I mean, it here. Could be anybody. I mean, it could be The Rock. Mick I mean, yeah. Mick Foley's from New York. Oh man, yeah. It could be Mick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like your Stone Cold prediction. That'd be dope. Yeah. We haven't seen Stone Cold since uh, thirty. Which one was the one in? Dallas and Cowboy Stadium. I think that was 32. Mm. Yeah. We haven't seen him since then. Um, so I, th- I think it would be nice. 
nice to have Stone Cold back on. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else? What? Looking through here, looking at this card. Um, Boss and Hug Connection versus the Divas of Doom uh, versus the Iconics Boo. versus <laughs> Nia Jax and Tamina. Boo. So, <laughs> um, uh, the Divas of Doom, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, uh, Beth Phoenix specifically looked just as good on Raw this past week as she did before she retired. Um, I think that that would be, um, those, those, those ladies would be heavy favorites going into this match, the Divas mm-hmm. of Doom. And it'd be nice to have Beth Phoenix and Natalia make a little, little bit of a run. Yeah. Um, Bailey and Sasha Banks have held the titles for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't had too many defenses, though. They've just more or less like paraded the title a little bit. Right, right. I mean, with, with this match, I definitely see a title change. Uh, yeah. For sure. Uh, it's one of two teams. Either Divas of Doom or, unfortunately, Nia Jax and Tamina. Yeah, Now, uh, Nia Jax and Tamina would be uh, suicide for the women's division to put that <laughs> uh, that belt on Nia Jackson Tamina personally. However, um, you know we have a lot of heel face uh, matchups here, and if if you want to keep that even, yeah, maybe you do give these belts to Nia Jackson Tamina. Right. Well, and you could I, I could see that happening. Nia Jackson Tamina winning, and then maybe losing them in the next pay-per-view or two to the Divas of Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see Beth Phoenix and Natalia going anywhere anytime soon. Beth Phoenix is, like I said, looking in great shape. And, yeah. You know, she was uh, definitely laying it into the ladies on Raw. Mm-hmm. So I could see that happening. I mean, Boss and Hug could win the titles back also at some point. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of in do you see them? You uh, do you see them retaining at all? Or It's, it's a strong possibility. Um, I think it would have been a stronger possibility. Um, okay, let me let me re- refrain real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the main event, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, um, there was a lot of thought about what the actual stipulation was going to be after Charlotte won the women's title off of Oscar. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people were thinking, okay, well, maybe this match would be could it be winner take all, or is it going to be something along the lines of um, is uh, if, if you pin the if you pin a champion, you win their title, right? right. I thought that could have been a, a dynamic too. So it's a little confusing, though, a little complicated. Eh, kind of. I mean, uh, Becky pins Char- uh, Charlotte; she wins the SmackDown title. Becky pins Ronda; she wins the Raw title. Yeah. Becky or Ronda pin or submit each other. Just makes more sense title. to be like whoever gets the pin gets the gold. Yeah, you true. know what I mean. True. Um, I, I guess where I'm going with this is. Um, I think the idea could have been Becky. I'm giving this away, um, but you could have had a four horse women moment mm. at the at the close of Mania, yeah. where like whoever wins whatever title, right? You have Becky in the ring with the title. You have Charlotte in the ring with the title, and then you have the Boss and Hug connection come down to the ring as well, and they all share a nice moment together, all holding up the belts, and then you know hold up the belts, and take a bow, and then kind of all. Look over Ronda Rousey as she's outside the ring, decimated, decimated, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah, uh, I mean, so I, I, a week ago, I could, I, I felt stronger about saying the Boston Hood connection would retain. Mm-hmm. At this point, I, um, I think that those chances are a little bit weaker. Yeah, 
So. For sure. Um, let's get into uh, some more of the meat of this card here. It's a lot of beef. It's a lot of beef. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Ooh, here's a good one. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Hmm. So, for me, this match is junk food. Because there, there's not there, there's not a crazy amount of build up to it. They did have a pretty nice promo uh, on SmackDown on last SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, not not too much build up, but it's it's AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Those two guys are fantastic. You don't need a lot of build up for that. You don't need a lot of build up for it. Those guys are great. They're gonna go in and have a great match. So I, I consider it junk food just because, you know, there's not that much substance to it, but it's delicious. You know what I mean? P- people have been asking for this match since AJ was in TNA mm-hmm. and, and, and New Japan, for that matter. Um, the, the basic premise to this here is, uh, you know, AJ uh, was on the independent scene for a long, long time. Randy Orton has been in WWE his entire career. Mm-hmm. These guys couldn't have had two more different paths to get where they were, to get where they are today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Randy kind of resents AJ's popularity with the crowd, despite not being like a household name like right. he was. Um, and I think AJ just really kind of doesn't care what Randy thinks of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's willing to prove him wrong. Um, so. Uh, this is this is a very interesting dynamic here. Um, thoughts on a winner here, Stephen? Oh man, I don't even want to guess. But yeah. it's it is fifty fifty, yeah. like a hundred percent. I I really just don't know. It, it could go either way. Um, it really the winner of this depends on the winner of the next couple matches. To be honest, yeah, very true. Um, uh, this and and <coughs> excuse I, me, that's okay. <laughs> I could I could be alone here in, in this line of thinking, but mm-hmm. this to me has a lot of shades of when Triple H had his match with Sting at WrestleMania 31, mm. where like it was built about like you know Triple H has been like this WWE guy for so long, and you know uh, Sting's this you know WCW legend. You know, he said he was never going to be in WWE and all this and that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it has that kind of standoffish dynamic of the WWE guy against mm-hmm. the, you know the guy coming from the outside. Um, and in that, and in those roles, Triple H won that match, mm-hmm. um, albeit it was not a great match. Um, but you know, I think WWE has a tendency to make sure that um, their more prominent WWE guys get the the victory for sure. So. Um, uh, Definitely can't argue with your logic there. Yeah, I mean, a- AJ won last year to retain the title. Um, it's not like AJ's hurting for for wins either. Either guy isn't hurting for wins here. Right. So I, I agree. It's 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 real fifty fifty. If I had to pick somebody right off the bat, though, I, I'd be picking Randy Orton. Not that my heart likes that, but you know, uh, I, I'm I, I like AJ. AJ's yeah. cool. Yeah, I like both of them. Yeah, I, I mean, they're both great. They're both great. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, almost forgot about this one here. Uh, this was just announced on SmackDown. We've got the Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Ricochet and Aleister Black, The Bar, and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. Mm -hmm. Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Um, uh, I mean, 
We've talked about this quite a bit. Yeah. The possibility of Ricochet and Aleister Black having a double, you know, uh, tag team title thing going on yeah, over yeah. the course of WrestleMania weekend. First on Friday with TakeOver and then here on WrestleMania. We we thought it would be with the Raw titles. Right. Um, but um, I'm, I mean, now that I think about it a little bit more, with the Fox deal coming around, Fox wants a more athletic-looking product. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black and Ricochet are probably two of the most dynamic names that you could have on a roster. Yeah, for sure. If, if you're looking for more um, athletic product here. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with Alistair Black and Ricochet. I think I think they lose to the War Raiders at TakeOver. Mm-hmm. They take a bow. They say farewell to NXT. And they come out here at WrestleMania swinging and they and flying and kicking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and spinning, spinning, and lots of stuff. I, I, no, I mean th- this match uh, for me can pretty much go one of two ways: uh, either the Usos retain, mm. uh, leading to a rivalry with Ricochet and Aleister Black, or leading almost to the same thing: Aleister Black and Ricochet re- uh, get the titles, mm-hmm. leading to a rivalry with the Usos. Honestly, yeah, no, those are the two ways that I can see it going. Yeah, um, I would love to see them be double champs, double tag team champs. I don't think that will happen uh, necessarily. I think yeah. it, I think it'd be really cool and uh, a really really cool storyline. I don't think it'll happen, but yeah, one of two ways. My my heart says Ricochet and Aleister Black. Um, so I'll go with Ricochet Aleister Black for this one. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I'm going to go with Ricochet and Aleister Black as well. I think that you could have a really cool dynamic where maybe maybe they win the title even though they don't they don't pin one of the Usos. Mm. And then uh, Jimmy and Jey Uso cut promos saying, well, what have you de- done to deserve the title? You didn't even pin us. We were yeah. the champs. And they could, you know, it could unravel into a great series of matches over the next few pay-per-views. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Long-term booking-wise, that's the way I would go. Yeah, and that'd be a cool rivalry, too, because uh, even outside of the ring, if you take take a look at the Usos, Ricochet, and Aleister Black, those guys can talk smack. They, yeah. they can really talk some smack. And uh, so seeing seeing all four of those guys go at it uh, verbally and physically, I think would be really, yeah. really awesome. Yeah, the Usos are definitely good workers. Uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet are also definitely good workers yeah um i yeah i i think that would be a really great rivalry to have especially if you're trying to say okay well here's what we can see coming up down the road after wrestlemania mm-hmm. you know for sure so yeah I, I like i like ricochet and alistair black winning to here though yeah um let's see here what else so we went over aj and orton Okay. Looks got like the, we're yeah. got the Triple H match. Yeah, we got the Triple H and Batista. No holds barred match. If Triple H loses, he must retire from in ring competition. Yep. Um I mean, right off the bat, a lot of this angle has been pointing for me, or at least signaling to the opposite mm. that this is this is Batista's last match. Yeah. Not Triple H's last match. Right. Uh, not that I see Triple H doing too many more matches in the future, but um, yeah, I think this is more about Batista's retirement than mm-hmm. Triple H's retirement. What, what do you think, Stephen? No, I, I would pretty much agree with that. I, I think at this point, with Triple H being such a huge name uh, in you know the actual product of WWE and the actual behind the scenes of running the company, mm-hmm. um, Triple H is huge. Yeah. And Batista, also huge, but you have to admit, nowhere near as big as he was uh, before he left WWE the first time, you know. So, I would say Triple H 
really has to win here uh, mm-hmm. for for his character to continue in the way that he has been. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I would go Triple H here. I do just want to say though, this is going to be a great match. Yeah, it's going to be a great match. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Batista maybe not in wrestling circles is as big of a name anymore because I mean you've got a new generation of fans. Well, that's what I mean, right? In the wrestling circle, right? Yeah. Um, he's, obviously, he's. he's He's obviously a, a lot bigger. Yeah, he's a, he's a lot bigger in the Hollywood circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think the no holds barred stipulation is going to help this match a lot because mm-hmm. I think uh, no holds barred matches always help Triple H. Um, and I mean, cerebral assassin. Yeah, uh, Triple H and Batista have a uh, long history of great, great matches, and uh, the story really is. And this goes back to one of um, I think it was SmackDown One Thousand that they did mm-hmm. recently. Um, you had all four members of Evolution come out Triple H, Batista, Ric Flair and Randy Orton they were all reunited in the same ring at the same time beautiful um, and um, I think Batista was going on and on about like you know, he was giving um, <laughs> Triple H some very flattering compliments and then he ends it with yeah you did all this but you never beat me and it was like oh man you could kind of see that you know, Triple H chuckled and then Serious dad face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait a second. Wait, what? <laughs> or, um, I can't. I can't do a Triple H voice like I can do uh, Vince's voice. I can do Vince. I can't do Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think that this is this is going to be Triple H going over on Batista. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of the opposite of what we're seeing with Kurt Angle. Batista's going out on his shield, right? Uh, in this one. It'll be it'll be brutal. It'll be violent. Yep. I, I think it'll be really nice. Triple H is the master of planning out these kind of matches. Mm-hmm. I look forward to it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And uh, I know there hasn't been like huge amounts of build mm-hmm. for this match, but the small amount of promos that they have done for it, mm-hmm. I think, really, really worked. Mm-hmm. And, and they've just been really nice. Uh, the video you, package Batista did on Raw. Exactly. Yeah. It. It's all nice. It's all just really, really nice. Obviously, Triple H, fantastic wrestler. Batista, fantastic actor. These promos are great. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. Well, um, we're, we're drawing near the end here, Stephen. Yep. Have you enjoyed our journey so far? Oh, yeah, WrestleMania? absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm going to enjoy it even more when I can uh, <laughs> when I can actually watch it. When we can watch and, it. <laughs> and, uh, and we don't have to be guessing on, or, you know, educated guessing on who's going to win these matches. Yeah. But I, I think it's just fun. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're down to our last three matches. Oh, man. Um, I, I don't see a better place to start here than with Daniel Bryan defending the WWE Championship against Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another great segment here on this week's SmackDown yeah. uh, for the contract signing between um, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kofi. Uh, Daniel Bryan doing his classic heel work mm-hmm. educating the crowd yeah. giving life lessons about Kofi and how fans shouldn't be like Kofi don't be a don't be a, a someone on the sidelines of right. your own life of your own life yeah uh, which I, I thought was <laughs> brutal man yeah there there were some very <laughs> cutting truths there in that yeah. uh, in that promo from Daniel Bryan um i think what was nice to see and we've talked about it on previous episodes but you would always see Xavier Woods and Big E talking for Kofi. Right. That seemed to be a theme, and it was awesome to see Kofi get on the mic this time 
and be like, listen, Daniel, you don't know anything about me, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, uh, like when you, you got a title opportunity within the first two years of you being here, I've never had a one-on-one title opportunity in, you know, 11 or 12 years of working for WWE. Um, he goes on to say like, what was the really awesome line? He, he goes, he goes, I look into your eyes and I know that you're scared. I can, I can feel you tremble from the other side of the ring. Yeah. And I know that you're trembling because you know what happens next. You know, that, that, you know, we go to WrestleMania and that I beat you and become the new WWE champion. And he signs the contract. Yeah. No, that, it was a really great promo. And like Mm. you said, it was really nice to see, uh, Kofi actually speaking for himself. Yes. And not even just that. Doing very, very, very well mm-hmm. and, and pitching a very good promo on his behalf. Um, so that promo was really nice. I, I really like... Uh, there, there's some things about the build-up to this match that I really didn't like. I think uh, the the whole Kofi against the system uh, <laughs> dynamic that they were doing was extremely heavy-handed. Yeah. And, and really didn't come off the way that they were hoping that it would, really. Um that being said, though, every time Kofi's gotten in the ring, Daniel Bryan's gotten in the ring, or or New Day, or, or whoever it be, every time they've gotten together, they've done a good promo, yeah. um, and and did not exceptionally well, but but pretty well mm-hmm. uh, for building the match. Uh, so I really don't know who I have in this match. To be honest, um, I, I, my head says that Daniel Bryan will retain here. Mm. specifically because if Kofi wins now you have a very strange dynamic with New Day where what what is Xavier Woods and Big E doing what are they bringing to the table you have Kofi Kingston who's the WWE champion and now you have two guys that are almost like riding on their coattails I don't know it's kind of an interesting thing but it it kind of puts I, I think that would put New Day in a very weird position Hmm. You bring up very interesting points. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this story, just like they've been telling us all along, is a very obvious callback to Daniel Bryan's run up to WrestleMania 30. Yeah, with yeah. the Yes Movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, with Kofi Mania, I mean, I, I obviously see you know uh, potential either way. Daniel Bryan winning, he can continue being a great heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's. You know, you you could send it over whoever you want to after him. You know, I mean, you could obviously uh, continue on with the story of him and AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Continue to have have better matches there. Um, I mean, it could be anybody. If if you if you have Joe dropping the title to Ray or to John Cena, you could have Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah, you'd have to figure that out. You'd have to make Samoa Joe a babyface somehow. Good luck. <laughs> Good freaking luck. Uh, we have we also have a a uh, roster shakeup probably on the horizon very yeah. very soon. So you could you could definitely send somebody over. Um, uh, if Dean Ambrose really has resigned and we're just going to send him away for a little bit somewhere, you could always have him come back and be on SmackDown and be like, listen, listen, Daniel Bryan, I'm 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 tired of your I'm tired of you running your mouth. You know somebody needs to shut you up and. Man, a Daniel Bryan Dean Ambrose rivalry would—it'd be it'd, unique. Be the bee's knees. It I would, think it'd be great. It'd be—it would be the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm gonna go. 
I'm actually going to go with Kofi Kingston, though. Yeah. I think Kofi's going to win the title off of Daniel Bryan. And um, this is going to be a wide, wildly unpopular opinion. But I think that um, uh, New Day starts celebrating the ring. They're throwing pancakes everywhere. It's all great. Yeah. You know, his every, leotard pancakes. Yeah. yeah. Big, Big E whips some pancakes from out of his singlet. Yeah. You know, it, it's all fun. It's all great. Uh, Kofi gives a hug to Xavier Woods. Kofi leans in to give a, a hug to Big E. Oh man! And then and then the camera zooms in, and Kofi's holding the title, and you just see Big E's lips, and his face. And he kind of frowns, and you just see Big E mouth the words, "Kofi, I'm sorry," and then he just Big E slams Kofi Kingston, <laughs> kills him dead. Oh, and man. then Kofi Kingston versus Big E is the rivalry, and then you can put the title onto Big E. Okay, hold on. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. Hold on. So, one, what? Uh, two, where's Xavier Woods? He gets beaten up by, uh, uh, sorry, let me get closer to the mic. I had to step away for a second. Xavier Woods is also in the ring. Right. No, but I mean, like, where does this leave Xavier Woods after that? If you're starting a Kofi-Biggie rivalry... I think you could still have Kofi and Xavier still be, you know, friends, tag team partners, just like what you had when the Shield broke up. Mm. You, you, Would they still be New Day? Yeah. I, I think Biggie makes or, makes New Day, honestly. Or, or, or they re- reform and rename their team Fresh Afternoon. Oh, God. <laughs> they, they start throwing waffles everywhere. <laughs> I mean, th- there's been more wacky stuff in wrestling before. Yeah. That, that's certainly not <laughs> off the table. I mean, you can um, still have Kofi have like work his way towards a rematch with Big E, maybe towards like SummerSlam, perhaps. You know, I just don't know if if Kofi and Big E is a big enough match for a WWE championship. Is Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston a big enough match? Yes. Well, fair enough. Hundred <laughs> percent. I do. I believe that. Yeah. Because you can you can say what you want about Kofi. Uh, he, I I have nothing against no, Kofi. By the way, not you necessarily, right, but like right. you can say whatever you want against Kofi. He's been putting in work for eleven years. Yeah, true. And, and, I don't know, man. But but look, it's WrestleMania. They want to create something that's memorable and something that's going to reverberate through the remainder of. You the want year. memorable? Okay, hold on. How about uh, how about Hornswoggle? comes out from underneath the ring <laughs> okay and uh i don't know shenanigans i just i just thought a horn eat, swoggle each pancakes with the new day yeah. is that where we're going oh, yeah. okay yeah. why not that's 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 very memorable yeah. <laughs> and, and uh and i don't know man he could, he could screw kofi out of out of his title shot and then we get a kofi horn swoggle rivalry <laughs> for the title <laughs> for the title Jeez. Look, I'll leave you with this. Nobody saw Shinsuke low-blowing AJ last year. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. You know, who who could have ever seen Big E turning on the New Day and, you know, going after the title? I'm just saying. I mean. It could happen. It, it could happen. Watch it happen, Steven. It's- <laughs> hey, if that happens, okay. I, I'll let it I'll let it slide. I really... <laughs> Really don't think it will. 
Yeah. But I will eat my words if it happens. Yeah. I mean, are you are you making that formal prediction, sir? Yeah. Let's let's, let's yeah. Yeah. I guess, oh uh, yeah. man. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess I might as well make it for the record. Yeah. Biggie heel turn. I'm, I'm calling a Biggie heel turn. I okay. mean, if he, if he doesn't, that's okay. fine. You could still do. Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Kofi Kingston versus Mustafa Ali. Ooh. Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan again, because that's that's always going to work, apparently. Right. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I can see it happening. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, the next match, because I feel like we need a little bit of a lull before we get to the next two matches here, but uh, uh, the returning Roman Reigns returning uh, to WrestleMania here mm-hmm. against Drew McIntyre in a little bit of a one-on-one contest. Uh, it's going to be your, pretty much your straightforward big man match here. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see it going either way. I mean, Roman Reigns has obviously had uh, a crazy run at WrestleMania's more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Drew McIntyre's needing the win more, to be honest. Uh, that way, so whatever happens in the Raw uh, Universal title match, you could have Drew McIntyre sitting in wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? no, with with this match uh, specifically, Roman doesn't need any more uh, wins to, mm-hmm. to put him over. That, that man is over the moon at, right. at this point. Um, I, I think Drew McIntyre w- would have to win here. Um, specifically... I've said this before on the podcast. I'm not the biggest Drew McIntyre fan. Uh, obviously, he's great in the ring, mm-hmm. uh, everything like that. It, it's just something about his character really just doesn't do it for me. But um, you know, they have been jamming him down our throats for the past couple months. Mm-hmm. So I think at this point, uh, you've gone through the whole thing of making this match official. Roman doesn't need any more help. Uh, I think yeah, Drew would have to go over. I think I think Roman Roman will end up looking very strong in the match, yeah. and that when when Drew McIntyre does win, and he walks out of the ring, he'll he'll be beaten up for sure. Yeah. But I think Roman will look strong. And, yeah, he'll and, get a thank you Roman chant. Yeah. Uh, all all kinds of stuff like that. Maybe a standing ovation. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Drew Drew will come out uh, the victor here. Mm-hmm. That that's that would be my prediction on that. Uh, that's that's how I see it. I, I personally. Um, not honestly, I'm not really the biggest fan of either one. If I'm being perfectly honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm a bigger Roman fan than I am McIntyre, so I would personally probably want Roman to go over here. But based on everything uh, that we've seen in the build up towards this, I would say Drew's going to go over. Okay, yeah, word. So let's talk about matches near and dear to your heart here, Stephen. Yeah, Seth Rollins versus Brock. Lesnar for the Universal title. Yeah. So, um, this is WWE's last ditch effort to make the Universal title mean anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm just gonna come out and say it because yeah. we we've had this uh, part time champion mm-hmm. holding this title hostage. Yeah, he that's... can't work on the mic. He doesn't look that good in the ring. I I am completely, completely, completely over Brock Lesnar. Get him out of here. Put the title on someone that freaking deserves it. Someone that respects the industry. Someone that respects the wrestlers that he's going up against. Yeah. 
I'm really fiery right now, but this is their last chance. Burn it down, Steven. This is their last chance <laughs> to make that title mean something. Yeah, because no. right now, it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, no. Uh, I agree with you. The stock on the Universal title is pretty low. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you're still with us, Steven's obviously very passionate about uh, this Brock Lesnar title <laughs> run and what it means to, to him. Um, I do think that ultimately... I, th- I feel like this WrestleMania, of all WrestleManias, is supposed to be more feel-good mm-hmm. because, uh, let's be real, uh, WWE has been all about heat this year. 100%. You know, it's yeah. like everywhere you turn, there's something happens to somebody who you love and it's just Game of Thrones or yep. meets Walking Dead. Everybody's just <laughs> plummeting or, yeah. or losing. Or, everyone's dying. Everyone's crying. Every, yeah. yeah. It's all just sadness around. So I feel like this WrestleMania of all WrestleManias needs to be feel good um, and that the fans leave happy. Yeah. Um, which that to me means Seth Rollins winning. Yeah. Um, I think that if Drew McIntyre does win uh, his match against Roman Reigns, this obviously sets up uh, uh Drew versus Seth hmm. uh, is something that you could do. Um, uh, obviously, with the sh- with the shakeup coming up, you can obviously put whoever you want to uh, to go up against Seth Rollins, really. Yeah. Um, but that seems to be the most obvious place to go, in my opinion, is to put the title on Seth. Yeah. Um, or who knows? You can have. Brock Lesnar retained for the 94th time, and then he can go away for three months, and we won't even talk well, about him. Well, hold then... on. He hasn't even defended the title 94 I know. Times. He's defended it, what, like four times? Le- probably less than ten. Yeah. Like, in, in over the course of two years, less than ten defenses is not a great average. Um, the, to me, and, and I don't mean this in a funny way or anything like that, to me, that is unacceptable. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Yeah, I know you are. How... How can that be okay? The, this whole Brock Lesnar title reign has been just so confusing to me mm-hmm. because you have someone, you have the champion, who is very, very clearly not liked. Very, very clearly. And mm-hmm. do you disagree with that? No, no, no. I mean, this goes all the way back to last year when people were like, well, Brock's leaving. Let's, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to boo Brock because he's leaving and we're going to boo Roman because... Cause, Cause, screw Roman, right? Yeah, like that. Right. That was that was the, the theme of last year's main event. You were there. Yeah. We, you, we, you know, we we had a party here at my house and we mm-hmm. watched the main event, mm-hmm. and the crowd would just not stop. Yeah. Like, just raining booze on everybody. It was bad. Um, the but booze I, towards Brock are genuine and deserved. So, um, let me let me throw a little bit of a spanner in here for you. A what? A spanner. What is that? Uh, let me throw a little bit of a kink in here for you, Stephen. Okay. Man, you're teaching me all kinds of words. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like 95 mentally here as far as my vocabulary goes. I see. That's it's crazy. Like age? Yeah. Like you're 95 years old? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. I didn't know what you were going with there. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some, some verbiage from the swing in 20s. How old are you, Taylor? in 20s? I don't know, dude. I've only known you for like two my, years. Yeah, like, my, yeah, my soul's like three hundred years old. It's crazy. Um, yeah, no. So, um, not to, not to get all derailed here. Um, so, um, you're not a UFC fan by any chance? Eh, I mean, I'll catch some matches here and there. 
really I just watch the McGregor matches because he's the popular one. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's the guy who brings the the buy rates, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's a there's a little uh, uh, there's a guy. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. call him little. He's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Cormier. Does that name ring yeah. a bell with yep. you? Okay. Yep. Daniel Cormier um, is currently the uh, UFC heavyweight champion. Okay. Um, he is a legendary uh, collegiate amateur wrestler. Um, he's probably all time, I would say top five, if not top three. Right on. Okay. Um, for the longest time, he was uh, both UFC light heavyweight champion and uh, he he went on to win the UFC heavyweight champion. So he was a dual champion in two, a dual champion in, in weight classes in two okay. divisions. Okay. Um, he is set to retire soon. Mm-hmm. And he's been calling out Brock Lesnar since last year. Mm. Saying, I want this match. I want this match. I want this match. Mm-hmm. I want to fight Brock. Well, uh, Brock went to UFC and, you know, they, they had a little bit of a shoving match. And, you know, uh, uh, you know, nothing has come of it, though. Mm-hmm. Right. So they talked to Daniel Cormier on, on ESPN and they say, well, you know, when's this match with Brock going to yeah, happen? What's, what's up? What's going to happen with Brock? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe I have to go to WrestleMania and cost him his title for him to get over to, to UFC. I I talked about it, and you guys can go back. I swear I talked about it. Go back to our bonus pilot episode, and you'll recall I talked about that then. I think Daniel Cormier is going to come down to the ring and get involved. And we're going to see a bit of a co-promotion between UFC and WWE to promote a match between Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar. And once Daniel Cormier retires and beats Brock, he'll come and do commentary for WWE. And maybe maybe take Corey Graves off of the commentary team. Man, you're going all in on this. All yeah. in. I've thought about this a long time, Stephen. I've had months to think about this. So... My problem with that is that if he does come in and interfere with the match, yeah. What what type of match is this? Is this, this is this is a straight up one on one match. Yeah. Unless, so unless they they call shenanigans before the match starts, and it's like this is no disqualifications. Yeah. So if he comes in and and uh, does some shenanigans, Brock Lesnar's still champ. Ref bump, dog. You knock down the referee. Daniel Cormier comes out through the crowd, pounces on Lesnar. Gives him a German suplex. Man, he knows some moves. What, whatever needs to happen, wakes to up give the ref. Seth the title. I, <laughs> I don't know. Daniel Cormier wakes up the ref, and then he punches Paul Heyman. Oh, okay. <laughs> he punches Paul Heyman. I don't know. I mean, and then, uh, okay. And then Seth gives Brock Lesnar the stomp. The ref's revived. Counts one, two, yeah, three. Ring the bell. Seth Rollins is champ. I mean, so that gives me the end result that I want. My problem with that is that it doesn't make Seth look strong. It, it looks like Seth can only win because someone from the UFC helped him win. And I don't like yeah. that. I know you don't like that. Yeah. But Brock Lesnar, in his run, in, in, in Vince's defense here, not even really Brock's defense, in Vince's defense. They don't, they they lack the perception that Brock could be defeated, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there is no insight anywhere, no logic in their vocabulary that says Brock can be defeated by 
this guy. Right. Or by this guy. Right. Or by that guy. Right. Or by this guy. Or by this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's why it took Roman so long to beat Brock. Right. And they want to have Roman still be this kind of crown jewel kind of character. Not not Saudi Arabia, but the crown jewel. You know, they, they want to be him to be the, the big dog. Yeah, the golden boy. The golden boy. Yeah. So I would only see it fitting that, again, maybe we have a little bit of shenanigans here and Seth wins the title. I think, I think fans wouldn't necessarily mind Seth winning the title uh, in whatever fashion he can, as long as he wins through shenanigans, as long as he wins the title, as long as it's not Brock Lesnar. I think that's what fans are wanting. I mean, Seth straight up, no shenanigans pinning him is the way that I would want it to go down. Yeah. But if it goes down some other way, but it leads to Seth being champion. Yeah. I'll roll with it. Cool. You know, I'll roll with it At, at, at this point. I really don't know because I really, really want Seth to win, and I think, I think he can. Hmm. However, Vince loves Brock, so <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see on this one. Final prediction: Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I'm going Seth too. Nice. Before we go, guys, let's obviously get on to the match that we've all been waiting for. Indeed, a great match. In one corner. Mm-hmm. The Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. Baddest bee on the planet. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. In another corner, the Queen. The Queen. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Also SmackDown Women's Champion. SmackDown Women's Champion. And in another corner, the man. The man, Becky Lynch. Yep. Now, there's three women. They're not going to turn the ring into a triangle. This is going to be a <laughs> this is going to be a regular okay. square ring. Nice. I just wanted to, to preface that here because we okay. we only pointed out three corners. Yeah, I absolutely would have expected a triangular ring had uh, you not said anything. Oh, okay, cool. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to modify that. No, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, I mean, I see this as being a really, 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 really good match. Absolutely. Yeah. I think all three women are super talented. Um, I think that uh, this whole uh, Ronda being a shooter angle has been uh, pretty successful for them as much as it's riled up fans. <laughs> um, uh, I see that, um, I mean, from, from what I know, Charlotte uh, is always a force to be reckoned with, and they propped her up pretty nicely in the last couple weeks putting the title on her as much as other fans have hated seeing Oscar lose the title. Right. And then Becky Lynch is the most over person. She's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I, I think the answer is very clear here. This is a, a winner takes all triple threat match for both titles on the line. I mean, I can't see it being anybody other than, uh, Becky Lynch. Like I said, this is a this is supposed to be a feel good WrestleMania. Yep. I see Becky Lynch walking out with both titles. Yeah, no, Con- I I 100 percent agree yeah. with you. Confetti coming down from the rafters. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, uh, hopefully, and I th- they never really emphasized it, but there was an episode of Raw I want to say a couple weeks back where Corey Graves let it slip that triple threat match means no DQ. Yeah, that rules. makes zero sense. 
Which, I mean, look, I'd be cool with it. No, like... You have them, like, bringing out ladders and tables and stuff? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for this specific match, a, a no-DQ triple threat would be awesome. Yeah. But, th- like, that is not a thing. Triple threat matches are, by default, DQ. I mean, look, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I know what to tell you. Okay. <laughs> triple threat matches, by default, have disqualifications. Right, right, right. I'm not, no, I'm not making things up. That's a thing. What are you talking about, uh, Corey? I, I think in the traditional rules, yes. It's, you know, you don't, uh, you know, uh, there, there are disqualifications. Right. You know, but that's not really fair to the, the other person. Like, you have to, you know, they're going to be like, well, what the heck, you know, you didn't hit me with a chair. You know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I could see it being a no disqualification rules kind of thing. I think that, that yeah. I think that adds a bit more dynamic to the match too. Yeah, you know, like you having that spot where Becky, you know, does a, a leg drop off a ladder, or you know, Ronda's, you know, beating people up. Yeah. Uh, no, maybe, I, maybe Ronda gets a kendo stick and gives Charlotte comeuppance from Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, Charlotte, maybe putting... Maybe Ronda gets a hold of uh, a crutch. A crutch? And goes to town. Perhaps so. Yeah, payback. Uh, you know, Charlotte, maybe putting uh, somebody through a table. You know, I think it could I think all this stuff could happen. Yeah, I mean, a no DQ match for this match specifically would be awesome. I think, honestly, I think Corey just misspoke. Really. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Who, uh, who freaking knows with... Uh, with the announcement team, to be honest, but but I think that you and I are on the same page here. It is what it sounds like. Uh, they're going to give Becky Lynch her moment. Uh, she's yep. going to be coronated as the top star in WWE, and that's, rightfully so. And that's going to be that. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, what they do with her being a dual champion, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I I saw something online. Um, I don't. This isn't like a rumor or anything like that, but just mm-hmm. people talking about it. Um, the likelihood of this unifying the women's championship and yeah. possibly just having a, a WWE women's championship, which, right. me personally, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think with the women's roster being a little bit smaller than the men's, I think it might be cool to do brand crossover in the women's division. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be really cool. would lead to a lot of really cool matches. Um, however, that, I mean, that does take down two titles into one, uh, that, that's less, less women that can be champion at all, but I think it'd be a cool idea. A little bit off subject Mm -hmm. from WrestleMania, but, but more to your point here, what would you think about like post WrestleMania since they're doing this shakeup and they've kept telling us that we're going to make things fresh, right? What would you think about them maybe doing like this whole, like, Let's start unifying the titles thing because you have you have Charlotte, not Charlotte, you have Sasha and Bailey traveling to all the brands defending the mm-hmm. the titles. That's that's what they said that they were going to do. Yeah, let's let's unify the women's title. Maybe put it on a white strap. You know, the Raw yeah. and SmackDown mm-hmm. title. Um, maybe like white with gold trimming, just like it is straight up WWE thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe try and unify the universal title with the WWE title. Uh, maybe retire the the universal title mm-hmm. at some point. I feel like that's really only fitting because of Brock. Yeah, hundred um, uh, percent. You you could unify the, the intercontinental title and the U.S. title together. Mm. Maybe retire the U.S. title. 
Um, I mean, I, I just see the Intercontinental be more valuable. And, and maybe also for the tag team titles. Yeah. I, I just think, like, traveling champions would be cool because you could always have new, fresh matchups and champions could go to the, you know, you could alternate the brands that they go to and have 100%. Their rivalries with. Yeah, no, I, I do like that idea. Uh, for me specifically, for it to be done how I would want it to be done, it would have to be specific titles being unified and specific titles being kept separate. Uh, mm. For example, tag titles, I think, should be kept separate. Okay. Um, just because, I mean, the the tag titles, the U.S. title, and the Intercontinental title, mm-hmm. I would want to be separate. Just because I do like that there is brand-specific titles. Uh-huh. I do like that. Because, you know, when the shakeup comes around, oh man, look at that. Kofi Kingston can get the U.S. title now, or, or whatever it, it may be. Um, but... I do like the idea for the big titles, like the women's title, the WWE Championship, the the really big ones. Mm. I think would benefit from being uh, unified and having having a cross brand or cross promo champion. Mm. Um, I think that's a much better idea. But yeah, right right now it, it's fine too. I, honestly, I could go either way. I, I do like the sheer amount of crazy matches that we get with all these uh, split titles. Mm-hmm. But if you do unify them, it makes the fewer matches feel much bigger. Right. Well, and I think I think there's something to be said for uh, you get into these ruts like what we did last year, especially with the WWE title, where mm-hmm. you had a run of three matches with AJ versus uh, Nakamura, a run of another three matches of AJ versus Joe. Mm-hmm. Some of these matchups get monotonous because yeah. there's not really... Um, uh, well, let, let, let's use this phrase. There's not really a ranking. Mm-hmm. Right, it's just like okay, well, who's who can we get the title? You know, match up next. Right, right. Let's let's put Samojo with AJ. We'll do a series of matches like that, and I think this whole Fox thing could really change things uh, for WWE if they're trying to make a more legit athletic product. Mm-hmm. Right. So my proposal would be, yeah, sure, let's unify all the titles. Let's have a pay per view after uh, after the shakeup where all the titles are unified. And you know what? We'll go into the next night on Raw, and what we're going to start doing is stacked rankings. So you could have you could have the tag team champions defend their title against a Raw tag team, let's say, on one pay per view. And on that same pay per view, there will be a SmackDown uh, number one contenders match mm. for the for the tag team titles. And alternate brands. Yeah. So the next pay per view. You are already anticipating, okay, well, I know I'm going to see the Usos, who are the tag team champions, take on uh, the Bar, Mm -hmm. who are now on Raw. I know I'm going to see that match up next. So that way you're kind of alternating where the title's going to go. Yeah. Um, Or or, or what matchups that you have, rather. Mm -hmm. And you get that more anticipation saying, oh, okay, well, I know that Aleister Black is ranked three on the intercontinental title list mm-hmm. um you know and he's facing Samoa Joe who's number 1 ranked oh man Alistair Black a, a, a three rank just beat a one rank yeah he's going to have no, that I mean, tag, he's going to have that title match next against yeah, that, them it's a really cool dynamic uh for sure i i really like that and it does uh you know like you were saying on, on Fox if they're looking for a more competitive action sports product yeah. that would definitely be a, a really good way to do it and also, if you really think about it, the whole idea 
of number one contender has mm-hmm. been very, very absent recently. Yeah. And, and it, it's not necessarily the title match goes to the, the most deserving guy, but it goes to whoever came out and uh, talked some smack to, <laughs> to, to, to the to champion the champ. at the right time. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And so it, it's almost just a popularity contest where you're, you're putting the big guys in the championship matches, but... Uh, not necessarily they didn't earn it, but to a certain degree they didn't earn it. You know what I mean? You're right. So I, I do like that idea a lot. Uh, bringing back, uh, bringing back the number one contender, starting a whole ranking system. I think that'd be really cool, and it would be really nice for their Fox deal as well. Right. It, it would. It would just set up a whole new dynamic for the for the way that WWE thinks mm-hmm. going forward from here. And I think that's. I think that would be refreshing. You know, because I mean. These rankings now could have a whole new dynamic on how, um, you know, how storylines play out, mm-hmm. right? So that's just my thought. Um, I mean, obviously, that's you know, whether or not that happens, that's remained to be seen. That's not yeah. even a rumor floating around. That's just that's just uh, me shooting from the hip here. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I think what we're going to see here with uh, this title match, hopefully, is a unification of the yeah. women's titles. And uh, to me, there was no one better to do that going forward than Becky Lynch. No, 100%. Yeah, the best case scenario is Becky walks out unified women's champion. Mm-hmm. For sure. Any final thoughts on this WrestleMania preview that we need to know about, Steven? Uh, man, I'm excited for it. There, there are some interesting matches in here. Uh, some matches that I think were built very strangely or booked very strangely um <laughs> to say being, the least that being said though i i do think we're we're gonna have seth rollins slay the beast i do think we're gonna have becky lynch become champion um yeah there, there's gonna be some good stuff in here for sure absolutely um i think that uh i think that just about covers it uh just some quick final notes here um i want to give a quick shout out to a, to a couple people here um uh we recently just made over 200 followers as of right now on Twitter we're at 241 followers thank you guys so, so I wanted to thank everybody who follows us right now uh, especially a couple guys um, uh, Mike Charlotte who is um, on Twitter at Mike JC 821 uh, he has a, a blog uh, that he does for wrestling he's been supporting us since day one he's a really really cool guy um, so uh, we want to thank you, Mike, for, for you know, being so supportive of us. Um, definitely recommend checking out his blog. He's, he's, he's a really awesome guy. He recently wrote up something on the NXT TakeOver card, which I highly recommend. Uh, you can look at his blog online. Um, it's MikeJCOnWrestling.com. Again, that's MikeJCOnWrestling.com. So check out that blog. Check out that article about the NXT TakeOver card. I know mm-hmm. we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm looking forward to that uh, just as much, if not more, than WrestleMania, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, so definitely shout-out to Mike. Also, a shout-out to another guy who we, uh, we talked a little bit about him on last week's episode. Um, let, me get, let me get my notes here real quick here. Uh, yeah, uh, this guy, uh, uh, Jeremy. He, he on Twitter you can find him at just Jeremy Hey Yo, 
Uh, he's been a supporter of us since day one as well. Yep. Uh, both he and Mike have helped, uh, you know, spread the word about us and, and get, uh, you know, get more people following Headlock Talk. And I hope that you guys on Twitter, if you are following us, that you listen to the episodes. You hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube, of course. Yep. Um, you know, where we, so that way you can stay in touch with all the great content that we'll be putting out. Uh, we're we're talking about reformatting the show a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, so that way it's a little bit more di- digestible, and we can hopefully keep it under an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we love talking to you guys on a weekly basis. I know that an hour, uh, uh, anything over an hour can be a little bit you know sometimes, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it's well worth your time. Absolutely, right? yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll make some changes, see what we can do to to make it uh, awesome for you guys. Of course, we would love any feedback that y'all would uh, want to share with us. Absolutely. Uh, please don't he- hesitate to hit us up at Headlock Talk on Twitter to share feedback that you would like or things that you would like to see us try, uh, new segments perhaps. Um, so definitely want that feedback. You can also email us, headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, yep. that's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Um, I, th- I think that's everything, right, Stephen? I believe so. I believe so. We, ha- we are on a lot of different... Uh, a lot of different places in the internet now. Yeah. Lots of different places. So uh, if you if you guys like the content that we do, want to find it, you can find it all over the place now. And, and yeah. that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, it makes my heart happy, guys. Yeah. So yeah, we really appreciate all the love that you guys have been showing us online, especially at Twitter. Uh, but yeah, keep on listening. Hit that subscribe button. We would love your feedback. You know where to find us. Yep. Uh, my name's Tanner. To my... Right. Ah, 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 look, I got it right. <laughs> My name's Steven. This is Steven, <laughs> the one and only Steven. And uh, we wish you guys a wonderful uh, WrestleMania weekend. We will talk to you guys again on Friday night where, where we will be doing our uh, TakeOver uh, review show. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, we'll, um, I'll, I'll try and talk to you guys on Saturday night as well, see how this uh, uh, G1 Supercard turns out. I'm sure it'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll just have to see what kind of shape I'm in after the show. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Sunday as well, uh, we'll be doing the WrestleMania review. So uh, keep in touch, guys. We're going to have about five shows in the course of a week, so... <laughs> So, so try and keep up with us, okay? Yeah. All right. Later, y'all. Later, y'all. who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together for the pathfinders breaking new ground granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as fast access to experts and 24 7 customer support because we know you have people depending on you so you can always depend on us call click Granger.com, or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done Want to improve your self-confidence? We recommend Short North Dental for your whitening, tightening, and brightening needs. From cleanings to Botox, treat yourself to a great smile. Check out the newest gallery in the Arts District at shortnorthdental.com because dentistry has never looked this good.